0: Well, hi there, everybody. Welcome to a Medic's Mind Christmas edition. That's right. Man, we are days away from Christmas, and <laughs> I am popping these things out late, huh? Yeah, sorry about that. I uh, I have tried to uh, do a little better job at getting them out more consistently, but, you know, it is a busy time of year, the fall and uh, the Christmas season, so uh, please bear with me. But I do have a story for you guys today. It's a story and a half shell, you may say, and what I mean by that. Well, I guess you'll just have to listen and find out. so yes, this is a Christmas story um, It's a memory that came to me while we were decorating the Christmas tree some weeks back And uh, I wrote a story about it It's been posted to my uh, YouTube for uh, for a couple of weeks now But uh, I figured I would get around to making it a uh, podcast episode as I so often do And uh, yeah, I'll let you guys have a listen to that here um, This is, uh, it's a story um that, it's funny, right? The memories that can come to you while Christmas festivities uh, play on around you. And uh, while the tree was going up, I, I found myself kind of looking at the the twinkle of the lights. And I, I was in the, ended up being transported back to a, a different time and a different place. And uh, I wrote some things down about it and decided to share them. With all of you. So, with that, uh, with that said, this will be my last episode before Christmas. I wish you guys nothing but the merriest of Christmases. Those of you who are out working, uh, please be safe. Please know that we are deeply appreciative for everything that you guys do, the sacrifices and the time away from family, friends, and food. Um, It it does not go unnoticed, even though you don't hear thank you nearly enough. But for me, please know that I'm deeply grateful for everything that you guys do. Uh, I I miss being out there on the road with you guys. it's uh, yeah, it's something Anyway, uh, this is my Christmas special I hope you guys enjoy this story I will talk to you guys on the next episode Of the Emetic's Mind podcast By the way, if you do like this episode If you do like the podcast, please feel free To give it a like and a share uh, It would greatly help me out in the algorithm And uh, help me spread uh, Kind of what I do here with, uh, with more and more people So if you are so inclined, I would be greatly appreciative Take care, be well, be safe And Merry Christmas It's funny what memories live within the sparkle of a Christmas light. The other night I became lost, as tinsel, garland, and decorations abound befell our tree. I sat on the couch, my eyes glued to a singular bulb. Surroundings of the present began to fade, and I quickly found myself in a different place, on a different Christmas, at a different time. I was nine, maybe 10, My mother lay sleeping on the couch, a bucket stationed near to her head. It was Christmas Eve, so all the decorative lights remained illuminated in wait of Santa's expected arrival. A plate of chocolate chip cookies and a tall glass of milk strategically rested on a table near the tree. I was standing quietly in the dim lighting of the hallway, having just come from my bedroom. My mother was sick, real sick. She had recently undergone chemotherapy, along with a blast of radiation. Her gift for Christmas that year was cancer. She was sequestered to the couch as she was too weak to move from her bed when in need of doing so. Buckets and blankets were the only commodity on her Christmas list that year. I recalled hearing her earlier in the night, struggling to rid the poison from her body, one strenuous heave after the other. I tried covering my ears, but the sounds slithered along the floorboards and pulsated in through the walls and space beneath the door. I cannot say to the exact time it was when I stood in the hallway, quietly peering out to check on my poor mom, but I can say that everyone in the house was sleeping. Not a creature stirred, not even a mouse. I snuck into the living room and skillfully placed myself on the floor in proximity to my ailing mom. Her skin looked old, older than it should. She was starting to lose her hair at this point, so what should have been a thickened, matted mess of slumbering follicles now appeared as thin strands of sweat-laden hair. She was painfully unrecognizable, but I knew it to be her. The venom of reality after seeing my mother laying the way she was is as potent in memory as it was at first sight. I leaned in close, I wanted to make sure that she was breathing. Things were touch and go for a while when she was at the hospital. The floor was cold and uninviting, but I didn't care, I just wanted to be near my mom. The lead up to that Christmas had been tough, the diagnosis of her illness being displaced from our home, having to rely on the kindness of a family friend that had opened up their modest three bedroom dwelling to my mom and her four children, myself included, the rest of my father and a fucking partridge in a pear tree. I shared a bedroom with two other kids my age I'd made sure not to wake them when I took my leave from the room. I was grateful for having a place to stay, don't get me wrong. But I hated not having a place that felt like home. And having to live from luggage and suitcases only accentuated that feeling of displacement. As I sat on the cold, hard floor, I remember taking note of the glass of milk and plate of cookies. They were untouched. I don't know why or even how, But my observance of that unspoiled holiday staple ignited a very real sense of bereavement within me. A heft of understanding wiggled through my thinking space. Like a switch, the way I viewed the world and my limited understanding of its workings changed wholly that night. At the age of nine, I stopped believing in Santa Claus. Magic left that little boy. Me. It flew out the window to join the snow, before falling to the ground, never to be seen again. Or so I thought. I must have fallen asleep on the floor because I woke to my mother's weary voice calling my name. Matthew. I opened my eyes and glanced toward where she lay. She looked at me the best she could and asked what I was doing up so early. I was afraid to say anything at first. I feared that I may be in trouble for not being in bed all night. But to my surprise, my tired old mom simply beckoned for a hug. I obliged. She must have seen the same milk and cookies over by the tree that I had, because when the hug was over, she gave me a look of unspoken apology. She knew, and I knew, that the idea of Santa was over. But in a surprise, Instead of getting upset with me for having stayed out in the living room all night, she motioned for me to go over to the tree and open a specific present. My brow bent, but once more I acquiesced. I slid on my knees and crawled over to the tree, withdrawing a wrapped gift with depictions of a jolly fat man festooned to it. She nodded, giving me the go-ahead to tear into it. I started doing just that, but before truly ripping into things... I noticed a small white tag taped at the front of it. It read, To Matthew From Santa I looked up and met my mother's gaze. She smiled, though it was weighted by a slight forlornness. She and I both knew that it was really from her. I began to tear into the classic Christmas paper, revealing more and more of what was beneath. By the time I had finished, What rested in my hands was a very specific Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles toy that I had asked for several weeks prior. At the time, I had been told that it was too expensive. The crushing weight of childhood disappointment lived with me for days after that. And then, on a crisp Christmas morning, with my mother watching, there it was, nestled in my hands, gifted to me by none other than Santa. Even at nine, I was able to capture and hold the significance of my ill mother, taking time to procure a hallowed action figure for her young, zealous boy, all the while giving credit to a guy who didn't even exist. And just like that, the magic of Christmas refilled my tiny veins. That memory has stayed with me from boyhood to man, And now, in this chapter of my life, living with two young kids who still cherish the magic and belief of Christmas, and the big fat man, I have a renewed sense of mystique and joy for the season. That's why I was able to return from my rumination with smile and warmth. Watching kids place ornaments on a tree, laugh and jest while doing so, truly is one of those unexpected miracles this life bestows to us, isn't it? I no longer need cookies, milk, or even Ninja Turtles. Even though they're still really awesome. No, I have all that I need. And it's just in time for Christmas. So thanks, Santa.
1: I'm not wasting any dreams this Christmas. I've made my wish upon that star The only dream of which my list consists is To always be wherever you are Here there will be no praying for the snow to fall It would not make a difference to me at all No, I'm not wasting any dreams This Christmas I've made my wish and it came Ooh. Mm-hmm. denying I'm as lucky as can be This year the wishing star has shown its light on me I'm as happy as a child on Christmas I've made my wish and it came true All I want for Christmas